This podcast episode was created using Squadcast. With us living in a time of remote everything, there's no better tool to record your podcast than with Squadcast. With Squadcast, you can host up to three guests straight from your personal computer using their own intuitive online web application. Unlike with Zoom and Skype, you're able to get professional sounding audio recorded, and more importantly, it allows you to record up to four different tracks. This gives you full autonomy over how your show sounds and allows you and your guests to get perfect studio-like quality straight from the comfort of your own home. Click the link in the show description and you can try Squadcast for free for up to seven days. I repeat, you get to try Squadcast for seven days for free. Take your remote podcasting game to the next level by trying Squadcast. Terms and conditions apply. I never heard that one. That's a good one. <laughs> Probably y'all, oh, honestly. Man. Ain't a lot of black people in Staten Island. So. No, we, yo, there's black people out here, man. There's black yeah, people out here. The unofficial, <laughs> official, yeah. I guess I'm the tallest black man in Staten Island. Sounds like the last black man in in, in, uh, in San Francisco. <laughs> if, if nobody watched that, that's a good movie to watch, by the way. Oh, wow. <laughs> like a spinoff, telling y'all it's meant to be a fucking creative director in a future world, in a fu- in a in a past life, in honestly. A past life. <laughs> yeah, bro. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna be honest with you. I just woke up like twenty, thirty minutes ago. Dang. Yeah. You know it's hard I have for a pimp. This is normally the part where I ask you how you've been, and normally I would let you go first, but like, no, you, you. <laughs> to explain myself, I'm gonna just like, yo, like my job has been so so trash since the pandemic started but it's like i'm at a i'm at a point now where they've stacked so much shit on my plate where it's literally like yo it's not even a nine to five anymore it's mm. like a nine to six go get go make dinner come back at seven thirty, do some more you know what i mean and then you're still not done you still got leftover residual shit the next day and i'm just like nah this this ain't life so i'm trying to honestly get the fuck out of here but see it's, it's it's such a fucked up world we live in because it's like, in reality, the right thing for me to do right now is to just quit and be unemployed. But <laughs> oh, man. if I do that, apparently I don't qualify for unemployment because I quit. voluntarily quit my job. Not only that, I can't quit due to my accident. I I get my health insurance through my company. So now to keep up with the physical therapy, you know, and all of that, I need to have health insurance. So I can't quit my job. So I'm basically stuck, yeah, you're stuck <laughs> trotting in a, along in a because of all this bullshit. So I'm just, you know, it, it's it, it's trash, you know, trying to look for a new job. 
had a couple interviews, but it wasn't really right fits. Like a lot of so you know the good news is is, is they're biting. So hopefully something comes along. But it's like man, and not only that, but before this, you know, I was actually um for those that don't know that don't know, I've been um looking towards like applying to graduate school. But like my whole logic is it got to be in New York. Or it got to be online, obviously. Uh-huh. And ideally with New York, you know, I'm trying to do it the CUNY route because, you know, I done got scammed <laughs> for my money in undergraduate. <laughs> so I'm not trying to get played the second time around. And, you, and you know, yeah. So what I'm so what I ended up looking at is, you know, I looked at a program at Baruch. But the problem with Baruch is competitive, whatever, whatever. Didn't do too well at in undergrad so you know i had to take a lot of schools have waived those graduate examinations such as like the gre and the gmat but obviously they was like yo listen if your shit is under 3.0 you definitely need to take this so i looked at it and said damn so i had to take the the gre the first time i took it was shortly after i got hit by a tree so it was like my hand barely worked it's a time-based test you got to answer a lot of questions in a short amount of time so did awful the first time Month later, ended up taking it. Ended up taking it at four. But did I take it? No, I took it at twelve midnight until four a.m. <laughs> to make sure everybody in the crib was asleep, so there was no distractions. So <laughs> did all of that, and now we're at a point with all my applications is going forward. So right now, we just hoping that that shit comes back positive, and we'll move forward from there, and we'll see. We'll make our decisions. But your boy did get accepted. Into Pepperdine University, wow, in Malibu, wow, California. That's, a, that's, that's <laughs> dope. The, give them, yo, I got give them the round of applause, yo. <laughs> They offered me a free application fee because I was black and shit. So I was like, you know, you might jumped as well on apply. It. Yeah, Pepperdine online, but they do require you to physically go to Malibu, like for two weeks at the start of every trimester, I think. So if I did go that route, we'd yo, see. Yo, Pepperdine. I actually visited Pepperdine. That school beautiful. is definitely the most beautiful school I've ever it's seen. It's the most underrated university. I think it's America's best kept secrets in terms of like top five universities in terms of like amenities and where you at in location. Like that shit right there. Yeah. I know a couple of The price reflects it too. The price reflects it too. If I if I knew what I knew now. Coming out of high school, I would have definitely tried to pursue schools like that because that's a Division One school with D three like talent, and I'm like I could have definitely got a scholarship there to that whack ass school. I put on a lot of kids <laughs> after me. I said, "Yo, if you want to go to D one, go to D one in California at that whack ass conference. What's that called? The Whack, uh, <laughs> the West Coast, <laughs> or is it WCC? I, 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 no, WCC. I, I think. think they're in the. I think they're in the same conference as Gonzaga. Gonzaga. So that's WCC. So West Coast conference. And Gonzaga is whack for that too. By the yeah. way, yeah, playing that whack ass conference. But that's what I'm saying. If you want to get a scholarship, you need to go there. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. Shout out to Pepperdine, the Waves. I think that's their name. But yeah, that's a that's a that that school is is um, is beautiful. Yeah, I would be hyped just to have the graduation on the campus. I would be a that would be a vibe, even if I did do most of it online. <laughs> yeah, you the <laughs> whole the whole hood would be out there. Oh, I have to. Everybody have to. would be out there from Brooklyn. Hundred <laughs> percent. They'd be like, "What the hell is going on here?" It's that type of scene. <laughs> but enough about me. How have you been? What what you've been dealing with yeah, these past couple I, weeks? I hope you get out that that little quagmire that you in. I know you've been complaining about that that job. 
That's that's the worst feeling, like being in a job that that you don't like working at. And- Yo, I've never hated a job because I'm not a lazy person, but it's gotten to the point where it's just like, yo, yeah, this isn't worth it. I'd rather work at McDonald's because McDonald's got defined times. You work nine to five, you flip burgers, you know how much you're making. And if I work anything more than the hours I'm supposed to get, you get overtime. <laughs> These <laughs> niggas don't pay no overtime. I'd rather nah, work hell, at McDonald's. Hell no, hell no. But um, but yeah, it's been um, I've just been you know home and applying for jobs and you know just trying to get my mind right with the with, you know with with therapy. So I employ everybody, especially during these times with with the virus and people getting laid off or furloughed or whatever the hell it is. Especially in our community, it's important that you guys go get therapy because therapy is offered. Even if you're on unemployment, it's offered through uh, Fidelis. Mm. So I, I do that online. Not not online, but I do it on, uh, you know, occasionally, once once a week, just to get my mind back back focused. Um, but uh, last week I spoke just to give everybody an update. I spoke to um, the uh, the state prosecutor in uh, in Florida about about my case. And uh, the woman that was uh, driving drunk that hit us, she's asking for uh, she's asking for pro- forgiveness. Forgiveness, yes, but <laughs> she wants she wants to just give us restitution, which people don't know what restitution is is you know money, monetary funds, mm-hmm. pay us off, and don't take any jail time, but. Nah, I want it all. Not I. I want it all. <laughs> so I recommended to the prosecutor, and the prosecutor, rec- you know, is understanding where I'm coming from, and she agrees that she should be given the full extent of a class three felony, which is a mandatory five five years in jail, which is fifty fifty one fifty one months plus restitution. Um, so she went back, you know, with. With the the defendant's lawyer, so mm. we're gonna hear back March eighth. So after March eighth, then I'll give everybody an update what's going on. But yeah, that's something that I recommended. Yeah, no, no, no. You gotta. I, I realize with life, people gotta like face consequences for their action. Otherwise, like the shit just doesn't get fixed. It's an endless cycle where she gonna do it again. At least now, if she goes to jail, it's like, yo, that's at least yeah, five shake years her up. where she's not doing shit. Yeah. yeah. You, she, gotta, you gotta fuck with people's lives because it's like, yo, you greatly fucked up my life. It's like, yo, you yeah. people can't, people gotta stop thinking money could just fix all their problems. Like, you could just buy me this and all of a sudden my bones is filled and shit. Like, it's yeah. fucked up. Yeah, so she got a... She has she has a day in court, so she has a day of reckoning. So she has to, you know that that's a possibility that that may happen, um, because now not only was she drinking and driving when she uh, hit the car I was driving in uh, April ninth or April tenth, one of those days. So the accident happened February ninth. Literally mm-hmm. two months later, she got another D, DUI. Yeah, she has. So like now she problem. has a criminal history. So, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna give her that. But we'll see what she what happens. Yeah. Um, other than it that, just people you're going against. yeah, <laughs> she's a she's the epitome of um of trying to use her white privilege. That's what she's trying mm-hmm. to do. Of course, but she uh, knows what time it is. 
But yeah, but shout out. I just want to, you know, give a little shout out to uh, our fellow Nick fans. I, I represented us well. Oh yeah, you I want to talk about that. At, so, the, yeah. at, the, at the garden. The Garden and the Barclays finally back open for business, and you was one of the inaugural. What was it? Three thousand people, two thousand people. Was, there was two. There was a little over nineteen hundred people in attendance at the game. Um, I don't think that. I think That's a lot for COVID. Yeah, I think the official count was was two thousand fans. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was crazy because uh, one of my one of my friends, his boy is a scout. With the Cavs, um, mm-hmm. so he's like a local scout with the with the Cavs organization. So he actually went to the Nets game as well, the same day that the Knicks played. Mm-hmm. And he said that the Nets required a rapid test. Yeah, on which the is, spot. On the which, spot. Yeah, on the spot, which is which is good, but it has its faults, you know, because you know, because the shit could come back. Um, well. To my knowledge, it's not just that you apparently you have to get a test before you get there. Like you have to produce the negative test before, but then you have to get a a rapid test the day of. So that's like an additional layer of like security. But I mean, long term, like realistically, is that sustainable? Hell no. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. But for the interim, I guess it makes sense. I don't think this. I think that I don't think they should be doing that. But I mean, this is what I'm gonna say. If I was gonna go to a Nets game without the vaccine. With those processes in place, I would feel safe due to the fact of whatever. But, you know, I think that's more of them just exercising an abundance, over overly an abundance of caution. caution. But, um, you know, long term, as they expand, they won't be able to do that. It's just not necessarily sustainable. But yeah. it's crazy, though. I mean, I'm, I'm happy to see that, you know, people are able to attend live events, even if it's just from a TV standpoint, just to have people in the crowd. I think it's. Is better than having people dribble a basketball up and down an empty ass stadium, you know. Yeah. So, like to me, to me, like when we look back at this week, there's one of two ways we're gonna look back at this week. The, the only thing it'll be in common, no matter what, this is the yo fuck it week. Like New York State finally just said yo fuck it. I right, everything's open now to some extent. Like the vaccines here, you either gonna get it. And and it appears that this shit is somewhat working, you know what I mean, in terms of driving down deaths and whatnot. It definitely seems like it works, hundred percent. So I guess their plan is by time there's another outbreak. If there was to be another outbreak, we have vaccines, and most of the population would be vaccinated to the point where, you know, it's not like causing necessarily death. So I think it's more of a test. I think. In the city's mind, from a plan standpoint, it's like, all right, if we get, what, 25% of our population vaccinated, maybe 40%, whatever, right? By the time we have all this activity, most of the people will be vaccinated. And even if they are, we'll be able to see how this affects people that are vaccinated versus people that are not. So ultimately, like right now, this is like the ultimate human experience, human experiment with COVID. So Yeah, definitely. Everything's open now, though. The movie theater, I think, is opening up to 25%. Uh, restaurants are gonna be moving up to thirty five percent indoor dining. I think that's um, March. Yeah, I think yeah, that's March eighth. Maybe even small concerts. I'm not even necessarily sure on that. Don't quote me on that. You know, it's 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 moving. I feel positive. I think everybody feels for the most part. Shit is headed in the right direction. Yeah, definitely. And hopefully by like you know at least June, early summer, late spring, shit is somewhat bustling again. You know. 
Yeah, it was um like even just going to the game, it was it was like an event. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, was it, it like it, the same vibe though when you coming up the stairs and the escalator? Like, oh shit! Like, did it feel like a real game or did it feel like awkward and shit? Yo, I don't even want to start there. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Yo, it was so when I so when I purchased, I I put my name on the on the list, and then they hit me up and they were like, all right, you could buy. Two, you could buy two, two tickets, yeah. two tickets to max. Yeah, yeah. So, so they hit you up even though you wasn't a season ticket holder, or are no, you secretly I, a season? No, ticket I'm not. Holder? I wish I was a season ticket holder, but I, I, I put my, I put my name on the on this wait on this wait list, okay. and then and then they hit me up. Um, I think now, I think now you could actually buy them on Ticketmaster or StubHub like regular. Um, yeah. so then they hit me up and I was like, yo, I I gotta buy them. Before the mm-hmm. shit sells out, so I bought, I bought one, and my boy bought, he bought one, so it was like one thirty we paid. Um, okay. That's not bad at all. And I heard the prices were reasonable for you, was, but I heard some people on the second hand was spending like upwards of like four hundred dollars. That that's crazy. That, yeah. That's wild. <laughs> yeah. So it was it was it was reasonable. Um. So then when they, so the the day before. No, I'm lying. The the night the night that the Knicks played the Warriors, they sent my boy an email, and in the email it said that you had to download. First, you had to download this health survey app, mm-hmm. um, through the MSG. So you had to fill that out, and then two two to three days before the game, you have to get a PCR test, and it has to have your name, the date you took the PCR. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, your name as well. Mm-hmm. So then, so we 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 get everything situated. We got all our documents because that's essentially what it is. Is like you have all these documents, and it feels like you're trying to get onto Ellis Island, <laughs> like an airplane and yeah, shit. It, 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 or immigrating into another yeah, country. Yeah, it, it was wild. So then going through customs. <laughs> so we we walked we walked to the garden and as we as we we walked through. Like this, you know, the there's a if anybody's familiar with the garden, there's like this garage where it's like uh, you could walk across to the other block in a weird way. Mm-hmm. Then you see, like I saw like a Bentley uh, SUV, so I'm like, oh, you know, probably you know a celebrity's gonna be at the game, which is which is cool. Mm-hmm. And so we get we get in front of the garden, and then I see I see this like disheveled. Asian looking well he was Asian an Asian dude and he approaches this black guy so in my head the first which is I I hope it's not like racist sounding but the first the first thing that came to my head I'm like this is the first time I'm actually seeing like a a younger Asian male who looks homeless but I'm not sure if he's homeless Mm -hmm. mind you this is Literally in front of the Madison Square Garden, <laughs> this black dude is standing up against like a, you know when like when they have the scaffolding and they have the wooden, yeah, the wooden wall to protect the pedestrians from going in there. Yeah, yeah. So he's standing against the the that wall, and then the homie hands the Asian dude an eight ball. So what? people from. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. So Abel is a vial of crack. He literally handed this Asian guy a vial of crack oh in God. front of Madison Square Garden. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Yo, I couldn't believe what happened. I couldn't believe what I saw. It well, literally has been happening while we've been inside. The crackhead. Yeah. Over, they, <laughs> yo, they felt so emboldened. Empowered. And empowered <laughs> that they would literally have a crack sale in front of Madison Square Garden where there's mad cops. It was the That's craziest thing. You know, I, and I grew up, I mean, I, I for all my adult life, my teenage life, I grew up in Staten Island. But... Yeah. Being in being in Brooklyn, I used to see a whole bunch of shit. I used to see the the, the this one drug dealer that used to come, and dudes used to hand him money, and he would take the vial of crack and throw it up in the air, and then dudes would be running around like scattered like rats trying to pick up the vial, or round round the block, dudes be waiting for waiting for crack to go in an apartment building. And I asked my father like, why the fuck are they waiting in line? You know, he would tell me it was. That's how it felt. Like I was like, "Holy shit!" Nah, that's holy crazy. shit! I couldn't believe that. That goes to show you, though. Honestly, though, like no matter what, pandemic, civil war, world war, nuclear war, the crackheads is gonna survive. Like they're unfazed by this shit. Like I work in that area too, and that, and that's one of the main things I hate about going. There's so many like homeless people around that area, but it's like they untouched. You know what I mean? You could say restaurants are shut down. They they finding food somewhere. Maybe they don't need food to survive. Yeah. They find water. They they find somewhere to Something. sleep. Something. They unscathed. Like those. At the end of the day, it's survival of the strongest. They can survive. I don't know if it's a crack. I don't know what it, it is. It, it's something about them. So then we go. So then we go in the, in the front of the garden, and then you know, it's it's normal for you to just walk up the steps and go through the, you know, the metal detectors and whatnot. But the line. Mm-hmm. This one I was like, damn, yo, why didn't why didn't they fucking prepare for this? So the line was like around the, the block. So I was like, yo, we're gonna miss we're gonna miss the quarter, like the first quarter. And I, I like this is the first game. I don't wanna miss that. So so then like one of the MSG staff, he had like the 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 badge or whatnot. He was like, Oh, there's another entrance. You know, follow him. So I was like, yo So they were struggling just to get the two thousand people in with this new process. There was a struggle, definitely was a struggle. That's problematic. Um. So then we went to another. We went to another entrance, and then while that that entrance was a lot shorter, so I was like, "All right, cool." Mm. Um. This Spike Lee entrance. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Nah. <laughs> yo, my man Spike. Yo, they banned him, which was unfortunate. <laughs> but then, uh, so wow. then we we're there waiting, and then like I was like I was telling my boy I was like, "Yo, let's tell people behind us." Make sure you download that app, the health survey app, because I'm pretty sure if you got it, you happen to look at your email, they they got the same email, but they're not paying attention to that. Yeah. So then, like, literally everybody behind us is downloading the survey. You know, motherfuckers oh probably got God. slow, slow in the service. So, they, so they're trying to do it. And I'm like, yo, the Knicks did a terrible job doing this. This is not good. Yeah, that's a couple awful. people got kicked off the line because they had the rapid test. Um, there was oh, like wow. six people that kick, got kicked off. Yeah, the rapid tests don't really count because it's not as accurate as uh, it's not as accurate. So then we, yeah. so then we eventually, we eventually went inside. Um, it was crazy. 
it's it's wild in, it's wild in the garden it's so essentially every other row is empty mm-hmm. each row has two seats that's open the other the other seats around you empty it's empty and it's like fastened with the uh, okay. zip ties okay so you can't you can't even sit there. So you can't even say oh, I'm gonna go further down. Nah, you can't you can't sit there. And then the 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 seats are in the middle of the aisle. Uh, the 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 and the two seats are in the middle of the aisle. So you sit next to whoever you bought the tickets from. Okay. Damn. Um, and when you when you find when you sit down, you have to have leave your mask on. They have security. That's walking yeah. around patrolling. I've seen that with football games, like the few football games that did have fans. They got people. That's what security job main purpose is. Like, yo, wear your mask, stay six feet, whatever. They got signs, some of them, you know. Yeah. So then, which is to be expected. So then we, you know, we sat down or whatever, and then this this lady, one of the security, is like, "Oh, you gotta put your mask on." Blah blah blah. Oh, you can't you can't be in the game. I was like, all right, whatever. So <laughs> then, uh, so I was like, yo, I'm gonna go get. A beer, so I got a beer. Was the concession stand? The concessions, like the, the concessions in the open. garden was open, and the Barclays all is closed. I heard, not all of them. There was like I heard. Maybe I, I heard the Barclays them. had like the Barclays had basically it. It was closed, but it was closed because they was bringing the food to you. Basically, apparently it was like bottle service. But yeah, we'll so get to that experience later. <laughs> yeah, in the in the garden it was it was it was it was different. There was a concession stand, so like you know I. I I b- I bought a beer and I was chilling and then, you know, I had a I was wearing my Spirit World jersey and my Spirit World jersey has the, the 1999 Finals patch. So that was the last time the Knicks went to the Finals when it was a lockout season when they played the Spurs. Mm-hmm. All right. So this this group these group of you know they had to be like in the early 20s. Come up, one of them came up to me. He was wearing a Spirit World jersey as well, like the Mitchell Ness joint. And he was like, "Oh, that's a Spiro jersey, but you got the patch." And I'm like, looking at him, I'm like, "Yo, you don't know that the Knicks went to the finals in 1999?" He's like, "1999, I was one." I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> Nigga said, "I was one." He literally said that. I was like, "Yo, that's yo, how- but that's the thing is, kids is young, yo. The kids are legitimately 18 and like born in 2000. Not even that. You could be 21 and born in 2000. <laughs> like they are now infiltrating your bars and adult beverage places." Yeah, you 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 forget like how young these kids are, and then uh, so then we're talking to him, and I have I have my mask on the whole time because I don't know this dude. So we're talking, we're talking about the next blah blah blah, and then he goes, "Oh, you want to know something crazy?" So I was like, I was like, "What happened?" He was like, "Oh, uh, I took the PCR test, you know, but I had the coronavirus two weeks ago." And he photoshopped. He, so he photoshopped the PCR test. Uh, you know, I said, "Why would you tell me that?" <laughs> you know, what's funny is I know niggas that have done that for other shit. Like I know a nigga that has hit me up for my shit, for my results, just to like for. So I, that's being done, and that's that's part of the problem, honestly. And I mean, it is what it is. There's young people that's gonna do it. It's just it's yo. That's the reason we are where we are, though. Honestly, it's young people. It's young people. COVID is ravaged the country. <laughs> the world because of young people. That's all it is. For real. So then, uh, you know, so obviously the Knicks, the Knicks didn't play well. We sat back down. Um, yeah, it, it it was like, it, it it felt like it felt like being, you know, like it was 
almost as regular. Like you have your life back mm-hmm. and things that come back to normal. Like I, I like I was I was shouting out from the stands. I was like, yo, put in quickly. All right. So I started I started this little chant in the garden and that was a good feeling. And then this dude, <laughs> these these two dudes sitting behind me, they were like, relax. So I was like, put in quickly. Relax. I'm like, who the fuck you telling relax? Some MAGA niggas probably. Probably. <laughs> but it was it was it was a good time. Nah, it's a step in the right direction. Like I said, I think what I what I was suggesting and I think it would push people to get vaccinated, those that do, that that are on the fence mm-hmm. for shit like this, if you wanna push capacity more, push to get more vaccinated people in the shit. Like so let's say ten percent is reserved for people that don't have the vaccine. 20%. If you have the vaccine, you could get it. Find a way, whether there's some New York State-based app where once you get your two shots, you could send in the vaccine card, a copy of it. They run the records. Okay, you're approved. You have New York COVID fast pass, whatever. You have that shit. As long as you have that shit, you could get into this place. You could get into that, whatever. Like, Get into a position where you're getting COVID, where you're, where you're getting... Uh, where you're getting vaccinated people near each other, where they're able to get in larger settings than they were before. That way you promote that idea of, yo, that shit is the answer versus just telling people to get it. That's just a thought. I think that would that would help, especially for, like, businesses like bars or restaurants. Like You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. push for more capacity, but promote it saying, hey, if you want to be in this section... <laughs> You know, you have to have this because then that'll at least make the vaccine seem like it's something more exclusive, and it, it's an incentive. I feel like so. Yeah, definitely. Good to know shit's going going well. We're man. going in Good the right direction for now, at least. We'll <laughs> see. We'll see. We'll see how this ends up for us, man. But uh, it's funny because when you was telling me that story about the Asian guy, I thought you was about to tell me how it was about to be like some Asian hate crime. I'm about to say what? Mm, nah, nah. That shit's like, been happening I, a lot in yeah, the city lately. I, I saw that. Like I, I've been seeing that, but we, like it, it was just, it was just really, really crazy to to to. It just felt like ninety. It's like niggas still do yeah, that. Yeah, like ninety three, <laughs> ninety four. I was just like, yo, what? Yeah, I still fuck? do this. Yeah, he was he 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 was wilding. Like, uh, what's the call was there? Um, uh, Tracy Morgan was there. Um, He's a terrible person, yeah. By Justin the way. Tuck, Giants legend. He he was oh, there. That's good. Um, I think yeah, I, I think mean, they 2000, gave them- 2,000 people is a lot of people Believe it or not It doesn't seem like a lot For a stadium It's not But like 2,000 There's enough Where there's like Notable people Like 2,000 from, Even from looking on TV It looked like It was a good bit of people You know what I mean Yeah It it, it, it was definitely It was a good bit of people And it was It was all spread out But I, Like My man Like I, I keep forgetting about him But R.J. Barrett Oh my god Yo He got his Sat on Sat on, fifteen points. I I know you don't want to hear this, but it was it it, it was crazy. I just wanted to get that out there. I'm sorry. Nah, I mean <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you yeah, yeah. Can't have it both ways with the Knicks. Yeah, yeah. Can't have a competitive team and have someone that develops the youth. Like it just that yeah. I knew what it was coming in. You know, <laughs> just gotta take it as it is and hope that he figures it figures it out on his own. But hopefully, yeah, man. Honestly. Before we get too far, uh, shout-outs. Well, not shout-outs. Best wishes for Tiger Woods. Obviously, Tiger Woods had that awful injury. I honestly thought we was about to have another Kobe fiasco when they dropped the news. Yeah, that, that was crazy. Kobe Bryant vibes, and I was like, geez. It was but, very uh, triggering, too. 
Yeah, very, I, I very can imagine true. for you. You was the first person I thought about. I was like, damn, yeah. that sounds similar to your injuries. I don't know if his is worse. His might is. I don't even know if his. I don't. I can't even. I don't want to compare injuries, but his shit. They both sounded horrible. But then I'm thinking like, damn, he's already a broken man. Like, what happens when you break something that's already broke? You know what I mean? Yeah, I think he. Had he a lot of rods and shit placed into him. His his injuries. Well, the 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 car that he was driving had because I I looked it up. It was is a. It's a Genesis, so like mm-hmm. people that know Genesis Hyundai makes it, and this is not like this is not like the normal looking Hyundai's that that we know. This is a sixty seventy thousand dollar SUV. So I, like I saw people like clowning him for driving that, but I'm like, dude, that shit is fucking bread. That Hyundai, it's, it's bread, and it wasn't even like it was his car. It was like you know that yeah. was a courtesy car they gave him for the car. event. Yeah, so it's like come yeah, on. so that um. Like in the newer the newer vehicles, they have so like when the especially in the SUVs. So when mm. the car flips, um, there's like a side airbag skirt airbag. that mm. automatically deploys so that you don't break your shoulder or your leg or so forth. So uh, so with him, he was he was lucky to have that skirt where it didn't break his like femur, his femur yeah. bone like. But you know the car I was driving was an older car, so it didn't have that. So that's why that impact, the door fucking slammed against my leg and broke it. Yeah, cars but, is like literally metal dust straps. Yeah, but but with him, he was able to, um, which is, it's bad, but it's it's better because he he broke his uh fibula and tibula, so like the lower part of of, of his leg. So it's mm-hmm. it's. He's gonna have a long recovery back, but you think he'll be able to play golf again? I th- I think he will. Yeah, maybe maybe not at the highest level. Like I said, I what I would like to happen in a perfect world is he gets healthy, he gets back, he gets to play. I don't know if he'll be back at the same level. And honestly, at this point, he don't have nothing that he has to prove to anybody. But it'd be great if he's able to just come back, play in another Masters, you know, be at a semi-competitive level, and then hopefully years from now his son comes like comes up. And cleans up for him, you know what I mean. It just balls out because yeah. his son's looking like the next prodigy. And it, so, yeah, so, definitely. We'll see, but I'm glad. I, I, I was very happy. And, and what I hated though, and 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 for those, there's people I know that's listening to this probably that'll be like, like I like I'm not targeting you, but I am. There's a lot of people that try to like automatically say, "Oh my God, he got to get off the drugs." Like this, op-. and I was kind of like. Like, yeah, I can't. It, the, the problem I hate, especially with black athletes, is like once they make one mistake or something happened once, it's like, oh, yeah, this is probably that. This probably was on drugs. And I'm like, all right, like, let's relax. Let's wait till we get the full story and shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it was, it was, was quick it, to try and kind of crucify and jump to conclusions. And I, I think people got to get in the habit of just. Like if you don't know, it's okay to just shut the fuck up and wait till we get the answers. Sometimes, like, yeah, like I like what it is. Like like with both of us, especially like since we've been in like near death experiences, it's wild that like people, like people that's never been in those near death experiences, always are the first ones to make fun. Like oh, oh like uh, oh, um, talking about the mistresses or talking about the. The you know the uh, the painkillers that he was on and shit like like that shit is corny. Yeah, and the thing is, people don't understand. It's one of those things you can't understand until it happens to you. Like I said, it's like 
it's always like, oh, wow, why was he doing this? Well, people would have been like, oh, well, I would have been driving better. I would have been driving. Sl-. Like, you don't know what the surface is, what the car. It could have been anything. You know what I'm saying? We have no idea. Nobody was there. It's like, keep the assumptions to yourself. Let's just be happy that, you know, he's Gucci in terms of staying alive, at least. <laughs> that shit is crazy, though. I could imagine. Like, the first thing I thought of, I was like, yo, I was in so much pain. I can only imagine the pain he was in, yo. Like, yeah, he, what? yeah, that that's a... Uh... I could only imagine. Because, yo, when they're done with you in surgery, yo, yeah, oh, my God. Is, when them painkillers wear off, whatever yeah. they give you, it's it's bad. It's yeah, the worst yeah. pain in your life. Yeah, it's, fu- it's just firing everywhere. <laughs> yo, it's fucking awful. It's fucking yeah, man. Awful, Crazy. Crazy times awful. we're living in right now, but pray for oh, Tiger. Hopefully he recovers. He has the money to, to get the best. He'll get the best uh, PT. rehab. Best PT, you know, there'll be somebody that'll. That's why, like I said, if this was to happen, like if this had to happen, it's good that it happened now and not earlier. You know what I mean? Like he's done the most in his career. Like the, his prime is behind him at least, so it's not like it cut his career short or anything. You know what I mean? So uh-huh. it's all good. And other news, we got to shout out our boy Bobby Schmurda. Bobby <laughs> Schmurda's finally out of jail. <laughs> which Trinidad. It, 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 I'm happy for him. <laughs> it was a lot of it was a lot of a lot of noise on the news. Well, not on the news, but on social media. They showed him and his mans with some snow bunnies as soon as he got out. Now, I don't know who those snow bunnies are. They might be good friends of his. <laughs> they might be good friends of his boys. They might have just met this man. <laughs> what I will say is, <laughs> for everybody, you can't be mad at him. Like I said, even in jail, they throwing it. it who knows what's happening, but. My biggest takeaway though from that whole situation, just not him and from him and Pop Smoke, rest in peace, is and I'm I'm at people black Brooklyn people are gonna hate it, but if they know it's the truth. Like we overhype everything made in our in our borough, which is good, which is good. But when it comes to rappers and artists, and sometimes we don't do this with athletes, but when it comes to rappers and artists and public figures, yo, we hype them. Cause I I feel, like don't get me wrong, Bobby Schmurda was hot. Before he went to jail, like he he was, he was hot. Like he was one of the hottest shits out at the moment. But like, so I, there's people that genuinely think Bobby Schmurda is like top fifteen, top twenty, like in the game. And then it's the same people that said that with Pop Smoke. Like, yo, they thought Pop Smoke was top twenty. Recipes. I don't like. I'm not talking badly about him. And I was a Pop Smoke fan. Like, I, I actually enjoyed some. I enjoyed some of his tracks. I enjoyed a lot more of his music. When he was alive, then some of this new shit they dropping on the radio now that people look, oh my god, this shit. If you was a real Pop Smoke fan, I think a lot of people would say, yo, he wouldn't even piss some of this shit out. But that's, you know. I think but that uh, it's, it's it's just crazy. It's you can go ahead, my bad. Nah, ain't good. I I just I just think that, um, especially in the younger generation, um, you know, they were. They were exposed to to the mystique of oh this rapper uh he he took the L. He's not a snitch. Well that's what really yeah It's not it's yeah. not I don't think well, that's, it, it that's has anything to do so with much. music or talents. Yo, yeah, but what kills me about it though is it, it it's really weird, right? 'Cause he he gets glorified for not being a snitch, which is cool. I respect it. Street, street loyalty, cool. I respect it. For not snitching, for doing extra time, yo, respect. But it's like there's a, still a large population of young kids that support the other clown-ass 
motherfucker with the rainbow hair that is a snitch and they support his music. So it's kind of like, you know what I'm saying? It's two opposite ends of the spectrum mm-hmm. and yet they're popping either way. So it's almost like people was going to jack you whether 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 you, whether you snitch or not, it seemed like to some extent. It, it, it just doesn't make sense to me. You know what I mean? Like this whole rap game in terms of like who who who's real and who's not and who people fucking with is really like it's inconsistent. That's what that's that's the word I really want to say. It's inconsistent. Like I said, I'm 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 happy he's out. Hopefully, like he takes advantage of this because this level of clout he has, this is as high as yeah, he definitely right now. Yeah. So he has to drop fire. Like you can't sit on exactly. it for like a couple of months. You know, you know, you had a couple of days meet up with your family. You know, break bread with the family, break bread with your friends, but. You gotta get your ass in the studio ASAP. ASAP, <laughs> no Ferg. ASAP, and you have to, you have to, you have to drop, you have to drop tracks. You know what I mean? And it has to be good. It just can't be, it can't be hot niggas too. You know what I mean? Yeah. It can't be hot nigga two point It gotta be good. And you know he been, in, you've been in jail for like five. How he was in jail in twenty fourteen. That's when he went. He was in, in for what? That's seven years. Wow, that's a long. That's crazy. I was still in college, and I didn't, I, I it, it didn't really. It didn't really dawn on me till they said, I said, damn, Bobby was in jail that long. And what's crazy about that is, like, think about how many things have changed since then, like, that have have emerged. We have, was Cash App available back then? Cash App You know what I mean? TikTok didn't, he probably came out of jail. They're like, yo, you want to make a TikTok? He's like, what's that? Like, the whole concept of jail to me is crazy because you literally just removed from society. Like, you know what I mean? He, when he was, when he was, when he went to jail, the iPhone 6 was probably out. You know Mm. what I mean? That was probably the last iPhone. He came out. He's like, "What y'all? We on twelve now?" That's crazy. <laughs> he nice. uh, well, when he was serving in jail, um, I know I knew this girl. Um, she's a cop, and I don't know how they had interaction, but they had some type of interaction. And he wrote her a letter, which he which she has, <laughs> which is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> what you do know, you, what ba- do you basically, basically confessing his love for her and shit like that. <laughs> I'm sorry to say that, but um, <laughs> yo, shout out, yo, shout out, Bobby. You know, shout out Trinidad. That's that's where he, his parents is from, the Trinidadian. Jeez, I want to. I didn't want to put it out there, but nah, that's, that's a that's a hundred percent true story. By the way, <laughs> Bobby trying to get yeah, his nut Bobby, up in jail. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby was trying to. He was trying to get with the CEO. I ain't mad at it. Yeah. I ain't mad at it. But he's a you know he's he's a good dude for you know. Yeah, hey, he's not a bad. What, what I'm gonna say is I don't think he's a bad kid. Like I said, I think sometimes with this whole shit, you get caught up with the wrong people at the wrong time, doing the wrong shit. And you know, I think most people with money, people with money especially, which he's someone with money, he's gonna be like, "All right, this jail shit is whack. I don't need to do all that other dumb shit. Like, I'm good off that. Yeah. I, I proved my gangster. At this point, you proved the nah. Gangster. He, he definitely, yeah, he definitely, he definitely proved his gangster. Proved his gangster. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's the call? Like, like, hom- like, homie. I'm, I'm not. I don't. I don't even say. I don't even say his name because it's, it's really, it's a, it's a problem mm-hmm. because. This guy is putting, it's not, like, I don't care, like, if he wants to put his life in danger, whatever. Yeah. But, the, but the thing that bothers me the most is that he's putting people that's, you know, securing his life yeah. in jeopardy. You know what I'm saying? Because they're, they're the ones that's going to have to, you know, take bullets or get poked 
or stabbed or whatever. Yeah, like he like doesn't. Collateral damage. Yeah, he doesn't. Just he, like doing stuff like that. It's so unnecessary and just idiotic. Like even, even his baby mother. Like I was reading something about his baby mother was, com- you know, mad. Like because you know they're still in the hood. They're still in mm-hmm. in Bushwick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so of course, dudes is gonna try to if they can't get him. They're gonna try to get after his kid, mm-hmm. or try to get after the baby mother, and then you're putting you're putting their lives at risk as well. It's just crazy, but like I said, like the the whole issue with today's generation, and I'm not trying to sound like old head Elijah because I ain't that old. But I'm almost thirty, but still, is like yo, it's like clout is just a dangerous drug for them. Like it's just seriously addicting to them. Like they literally, but the problem is like. Every time you look at it, clout gives you results. Like he's like, yo, if I do, if I keep doing this dumb shit, I'm gonna get more clout. I'm gonna get page views. People are gonna follow me. It's that's all it is. Look at Donald Trump. Clout got Donald Trump to the presidency. Mm. You look at it. Somebody saw that and saw that blueprint, and they said, yo, the more shit that I do that gives me headlines, the more people talks about me, the more publicity that I have, the more status I have. And that's that's that ass true. It's a shame though. But the, the like, I think until people. As a collective, get to the point where they like, cause like you see how we're not mentioning his name. That's where people need to be at at this point. Where I don't even acknowledge your name. I'm not gonna call you whatever you want to be. I'm not gonna even acknowledge you. If you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm. Yeah, talking people, about. If you yeah, don't know exactly. what I'm talking about. Good. That means he's irrelevant to you, and he needs to be stay that way. That's how it needs to be. Like you know, you have to contain these little clout chasers because like when they keep going around. Trying to make all this noise and shit. It's just it's a distraction for the culture, man. That's all it is. Yeah, it's a huge, it's a huge distraction. It's a it's a problem. I, I just that's a bad precedent. That's yeah, all like I, I just precedence. I just really feel bad. You know they they're getting paid. You know his bodyguards are getting paid. Mm-hmm. You know whatever top top of money, which is fine. They're they're living good, but you know they're also putting their lives, you know, at risk. You know, for this dude who's just going on social media and just saying wild, just I've I, like, like I haven't even heard of any of the wild because I don't follow him. But then I hear, I hear, I hear hearsay of it, and I'm just like, why are we giving this shit cloud anymore? And it's just, it's it's annoying, you know what I mean? It's, it's annoying. annoying. That's just what annoying. it is. It's annoying. It's annoying. It's crazy. It's just bad because, like I said, there's kids that follow that shit, and they're gonna follow in that footsteps. So it's a never ending problem. But enough on this shit, man. Shout out to Bobby. Shout out, shout out to all the smurder niggas. I guess you could say shmoney again now. Shmoney. Yeah, Shmoney's back. <laughs> that, that shit was. But, I mean, I remember everybody used to say that shit. Nah, but my last shit is, and I don't know if you've even heard of this guy. He's just, I never heard of him until like two weeks ago. But now, have you heard of the Kevin Samuels guy that's went viral? Kevin Samuels. <laughs> Who the yeah, hell is that? So, all right, good. I can educate you. So, this Kevin Samuels guy, I don't know who this old-ass guy is. He's probably, like, in his 50s. Apparently, he's some social media influencer that I don't know what his quote-unquote job is. He says he has a PhD. I don't really fucking know. But his whole premise is really just giving, I guess, women and men relationship advice. Oh, he does is, God. He's been broadcasting yeah, it on, like, I remember this. On, I remember Have this. you seen it? So I, it, I didn't it, see it, the it, recent it, one. I haven't. So I followed him because it's funny because it's like the first <laughs> the first video that went viral was oh, him, man. like, coming at some fat young man telling me he had a, he had a small pee-pee. Whatever, oh, whatever. Oh, man. <laughs> but, like, it's funny, the, 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 but this is another example of doing shit for clout. 
and whether people like you or hate you, it's gonna give you the same result. So people pay he, people pay f- pay for this. So to my knowledge, he charges people to consult with him legitimately. Jesus. And generally, it's always the same bullshit. Yo, come on, man. Uh, it usually, what he's been phrasing it as, what he'll, he'll what he'll portray is. A woman anywhere in her age, from an age of like twenty five to forty, and he'll be like, "Yo, she'll come on and be like, uh, I can't find a good man. Why are there no good men?" And he'll be like, "You know, he'll go in on them." But it's crazy because some people have found him. It's funny how the different sides. I've asked people in my my social social circle, like, "What do you think of him?" So it's either yo, you either you know, you like yo, he's keeping it real. A lot of people feel he's keeping it real, or there's a lot of people predominantly females that feel like yo he's just degrading woman he's sexist and it's this is what i'm gonna say i've 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 observed his content a lot of it he does do for clout but some of the shit he does say is real shit i i do feel like because a lot of the times you have a woman on there that's like 40 years old that has a kid <laughs> talking about i want some high earning man that's a 10 but then she'd be like, yeah, I get high-earning men, but they ugly. Or I get pretty men, but then they broke. And it's like, but you got to look at it from your side. And, and what he tries to promote is you got to have, like, self-reflection. You got to kind of look at yourself and look at yourself for what you're dealing with. He's like, yo, you're 40 years old. <laughs> you have two kids. <laughs> like, at the very most, like, you're not going to get tens. Like, you're going to get sevens and sixes because you have two kids. And at the end of the day, you pass 40. And it, it, it brought to me, though, a good concept, though, that a lot of people, men and women, are, like, delusional about what their actual value is, though. That's the one thing I will agree with him, is a lot of people think, a lot of people strive for something that's better than themselves. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of people are trying to buy $100,000 cars with a $50,000 budget. Mm. <laughs> and it's it's interesting, so, like, you know... the. The fanfare from his shit, he definitely has popped on social media for a little bit. He's made his money. No, I'm, I, 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 I'll keep watching his IG videos because I find him funny. But I just thought that was, I thought that was something. I think, uh, especially now since we're in we're in the age now is like everybody wants the instant gratification. Mm-hmm. Um, they want the. They want the money. They want the the uh, the cause. They want this. They want that. It, it, like just a little story, and th- th- this is this gives you a, an an idea of how people how people are and how people think because of uh, money or cars or whatever the case is. But so I, I went to I went to go get a an oil change, and as I was getting my oil change, this woman comes in. She has a 2020 Mercedes-Benz E-Class. The Mercedes-Benz E-Class is is the most one of the most expensive Mercedes in their line. Mm-hmm. Right? So with that being said, you have to go if you're doing like simple things, even simple things like an oil change, you, you have to go to the service center. There you go. The service center. You <laughs> have to go to the is. service center. So you have to pay for oil change. Dollar. Yeah, so Top dollar, so all changes what, and for Mercedes is like two fifty, let's say, probably and up. Because yeah. that's you know that's if you're buying that type of car, that's what you have to pay. So she comes in, so and then and then asks for all change. The, the and then the the lady looks at her like, um, 
we don't do oil changes for that type of car. You have to go to Mercedes. She goes, oh, well, I don't want to pay. I don't want to pay the oil change for uh, pay that price for an oil change. She's like, well, I can't help you. <laughs> Nothing the lady said was wrong. The lady yeah. gets mad and leaves. So then so then I, I like after after my car was done, I asked the lady. I was like, yo, you didn't say nothing wrong. She's in the wrong. How the hell are you going to come up there with a 2020 Mercedes E-Class and want a $60 oil change? It doesn't work that way. You she decided. about cars. <laughs> yeah. It's not only that, but you decided to buy this expensive ass car. Mm-hmm. Can't afford it because that's being real. Mm-hmm. Oh, clearly. <laughs> you can't afford it. And then you made the decision to to, to be wasting your money. It's just, it's the same thing that, that one of my... <laughs> yo, this is a crazy story. One of, I have stories for days, but one of, one of, one of my boys, he, uh, you know, he used to live in Staten Island. He's from Staten Island. Well, he's from Queens, but his family lives in Staten Island. And his aunt was riding a bus. This is a crazy story. His aunt was riding a bus, a uh, city bus, and then she got, quote-unquote, hurt on the bus. She sued the MTA. It took them seven years to do a payout, a settlement. They gave her $350,000, Elijah. Jesus. $350,000. You know what this woman did? You know what she, <laughs> she did with that money? Car. Huh? She gambled it. She... <laughs> She bought a car. You know what type of car she she bought? <laughs> Benz, BMW. A Bentley Continental. Oh, a 2019. You hear me? A 2019 Bentley Continental. A Bentley Continental. You know how much she bought that shit for? <laughs> $300,000. <laughs> she bought it for $219,000. Oh, so let's do the math. 350 minus... $219,000, right? Plus taxes. Plus probably. taxes. So all her money's gone. The insurance. Pay for insurance. Oil change. She had to get an oil change. You know how much oil change was? $1,700. You can't afford that shit. Yo, but... Why would you I make that type of decision? And, and, and you know what I'm going to say from this story is people always say, like, yo, the government needs to give me money. It needs to do No, this. no, like, no. I abolish your student loans. I'm going to keep it honest here. With some of the people, some of these people, we could clear all your student loans. This is this is going to be a whole other tangent. I'm going to say this: the government could clear all your student loans right now. It could clear all your credit card debt right now. If you don't have like basic financial literacy, you're going to be right back. Like literally, that shit is mental. Because I'm going to say this, and, and, and some people might take this the wrong way, but I'm going to be honest: it's like, yo, no matter how much money you make or you don't make. If you don't know how to make the most out of your money, whether it's through investments, whether it's through saving, whether it's through paying your bills on time, whether it's due to you prioritizing what you need to spend money on versus not, you're going to forever be a broke motherfucker. That's, mm-hmm. that, that is a fact. And that's, that's my logic. My logic is the same lifestyle you're able to live when you had nothing, you need to sustain when you have everything. If you do not do that, money will never stay with you. That's literally, that's literally the, 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 the law of money. <laughs> it is people don't understand the law of money people don't understand like like i i like when i got when well not not me when we got the um that first stimulus what was it how much was the amount 1200 
Yeah, so when we got the first stimulus. That shit was mad long ago. It's crazy. <laughs> I don't remember the amount. It's twelve hundred, I think. So when we when so when we got the first stimulus, there was a group of people that went to Fendi, Gucci, blah blah blah, and, and but then there was a other there was a other group of people that was actually investing, investing hey. that money. At the very least, I would have saved it. <laughs> like I mind, I literally put it in my savings. That's what I did. And and then you know, like you just build on it. My my logic is yo. There's nothing that $1,200 could do for me right now that's going to be, like, life-changing long-term. Now, don't get me wrong. There's some people that needed to spend that money. You needed to spend that money to eat, to keep the lights on, to to keep your car, you know, not from being repossessed. You do what you got to do. But there's a lot of people who didn't necessarily, quote-unquote, did not need the money that literally just blew it. Like I said, that, like, one thing I learned from this pandemic is... Whether they forgive people's loans or not, that's just not going to change the that that shit alone will not change the whole structure of people in America, like in terms of poverty and black people being like oppressed and whatnot. Like, if you think that alone will change the whole narrative, you 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 really confused because there's going to be some people that literally there's going to be some people that oh my loans are forgiven, I right, I can move on, I'm, I can buy a house. There's going to be some people that all right my loans are forgiven, bet let me go buy a Mercedes Benz now that <laughs> I don't got to pay them loans. Like, it's literally, it's going to be shit like that. And, you know, everybody, at the end of the day, if you really want to pay off your student loans, you're going to find a way. If you, if you you know what I mean, if, you, if you're if relentless, if you really want to pay them loans off, you're going to find a way. If you really want to pay your mortgage off, you're going to find a way. If you really want to pay your car payment off, you're going to find a way. Cause, and the reason I'm saying that is as long as you're capable, you're not crippled, you're not, you know, disabled, you're going to find a way. Uh-huh. This is from someone with with my little ass salary. I paid off my car in two years. <laughs> like I I did what I had to do. Now, you know, some people may not Smart be in a situation investing. as as fortunate as mine, but there's ways to do it. Like I said, whether you got to take a hundred dollars a week and put it towards something instead of spending that money on I don't know coffee, um, fuck it, food, lunch. You know what I mean? Like. There's people that literally buy lunch every day. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's people that buy meals every day. So, like, there's a way. There's always a way. Unless you're making minimum wage, which a lot of people are, but <laughs> that's another argument. If you went to college and you make a minimum wage, then you got scammed. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's just what it is. Yeah. That's just what it is. You just got to you just gotta invest, especially especially with this new $1,400 Stimulus hey. that we should be getting. Yo, I might not even get that shit. That's a funny thing. I might have gotten fucked over because oh, of the disability shit. Because they gave me an extra check that I wasn't supposed to get. <laughs> oh, you got disabilities? I, I got a short-term disability while I was out of work. Oh, wow. They might have fucked me over. Yeah, I'm supposed to I'm supposed to get on disabilities, but I'm trying to I'm trying to get I'm trying to get a get get a job so I don't even have to worry about that shit anymore because like, deal, like dealing with disabilities, they're the worst. Like, I gotta fucking oh meet God. with a psychologist and all I'm that. I'm gonna tell shit. you this right now. When it comes to, and this is why I'm gonna probably end the podcast. When it comes to medical insurance, it comes to disability, anything requiring other people to pay money to you for being hurt or sick or injured, is a hassle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now. They do not want to pay a dime more than they absolutely physically yeah, lawfully they want to. have to. Literally, they they sent me an email like, yeah, we're gonna you gonna have to cut down on these physical therapy 
<laughs> Scare appointments unless you could prove to us that you're not getting better. I'm like, all right, I have a prescription. <laughs> Do you want <laughs> it? <laughs> it's like they're always trying to not pay anything. That's what it comes down to. Like I said, mm-hmm. you could have, you could, you could have a decapitated finger. They're gonna be like, nah, you good. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's funny. It, it is what it is. So. <laughs> You gotta, yeah. You definitely want to be self sufficient as much as you can. You don't want to have to depend on these shits because it's brutal, crazy. Uh, but damn, we hitting the eight o'clock hour. Is there anything you want to recap before you leave? I have one important thing I'm gonna end this podcast with. Um, the, the do pay your taxes, do the right thing because tax season is here. Yes, you don't want to end up like your boy Trump, who. <laughs> You know they yeah, they, they eventually you know the, they the, got to that shit. yeah the mad like Letitia don't play Letitia's gonna Letitia come after play. him you know they got they got like ten years worth of taxes and there's millions I heard there's millions and millions and millions of pages so you you know they about to comb through that shit yeah he about to be done off but they they're gonna take their time yeah but you know people day. do the right thing pay your taxes and everything will be copacetic two things guaranteed in life death and taxes. <laughs> but nah, before I finish, since this is the last, this 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 is the, this is the end of Black History Month, and I, I just want people to pay attention. That's all I'm telling y'all to pay attention, because I've I've been paying attention and I knew this was gonna happen. Pay attention to how things were treated during Black History Month by businesses and, and, and people versus how it's gonna be treated during Women's History. And when it is Women's History Month, pe- feature which type of women are being featured. That's all I'm gonna tell you. Pay attention to which type of women are being featured. And the reason I'm saying that is being in my job's diversity committee, whatever, what I've noticed is there's a, there's a certain type of energy that was, you know, emanated during Black History Month that Black History Month, it seemed like it caught them by surprise. Like, oh, we didn't have a plan. Oh, we didn't have that Women's History Month or White Women's History Month that I noticed a lot of places seem to <laughs> undercoverly, you know, push. That has a plan. It has, you know, panelists. It has guest speakers. It has events. And, and the reason I'm saying that is I had attended an event. I'm not going to go too far off because we're wrapping up. I attended a, like, online seminar. And it was about somebody. She had wrote a book. It was, like, white feminism. And literally, it was just her distinguishing the difference between, you know, pushing for women's rights. But how necessarily just because they push it for women's rights don't necessarily mean they push it for all women's rights. So that's all I want y'all to do. Pay attention to it. And when y'all see who's pushing for certain people's rights versus others, pay attention to that and make your own uh, uh, distinguishment dist- distinguishments from that. Because like I said, everybody necessarily ain't really, you know, everybody got their own motive, like I said. like And, and some companies, they're going to push harder for one thing than others. And you're going to really know what businesses and companies value more than uh, more than others. So that's all. Just pay attention and you know we'll we'll see happy happy women's history month and yeah that's it i don't <laughs> got nothing else yeah man we're coming black history month is coming to coming to a close but it's, it's came to a close well, it's, it's done yeah, it's over it's done off <laughs> it's done but it's the shortest month of the year and, and it's crazy it that it is, black black history was one week um I, I carter i forgot his last name but he was the one that invented well, not invented, but came up with the idea of Black History Month. I'll shout out. I'll shout out the big companies though that did show love, like Apple, Apple, Google. They they did a lot of like 
Amazon even, they've done actual things where this is like a legitimate initiative where they're actually doing things to pit black people forward and promote our businesses and our art and our our our, our culture. So I'll, I'll shout out to those big companies, but a lot of people, a lot of y'all was lackluster. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Including my company, but you know, if y'all hear this, y'all can fire me because I'm tired of working and trying to get unemployment so if y'all hear this please 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 fight me yeah give 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 e taylor the axe please sick of it now y'all underpaying (laughs) me so if y'all hear me please you could just fire me (laughs) thank you that's hilarious i appreciate you guys for listening to the podcast and um yeah for those of y'all that hit me up saying i'm fake now that we got ads at the start of the podcast damn why you got you got it you can't eat uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, damn, yeah, it's only like 60 seconds. It ain't nothing cool. But, but I did, I, I, I did get, I did get feedback that the ad was very articulate, very, it was great very well voice. done. People were very impressed with the live read. I hope y'all have as much fun listening to that 60 second live read as I did doing it. And if you're a podcast, a lot of podcasters listening to this podcast, check it out. It's a good service. You get to try it for seven days free. And you know, if you like it, you keep it. If you don't cancel it, if you forgetful, forget. Don't 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 cancel it. Fuck it. Let it charge your card. And we I love I love it. I love it. It, it sounded like a, it was a, it was definitely it was definitely official. Respect. It was official. I I'm not gonna lie. I was I and I'm, I'm gonna keep it honest. I got it right on the first try. So oh shit. <laughs> but yeah, yo, promote the pod to your friends and family. Y'all, y'all check us out on IG. Check us out on IG Wavy Nicker Podcast, Twitter at TWNY Podcast, and uh. You know, anybody that want to collab, hit me up. We're going to try and get some shit out in the next couple <laughs> months. Hopefully, hopefully I'm unemployed in a couple weeks and I'll have more time yeah, to do shit. Give my man the <laughs> axe, man. That's it. But, yo, appreciate you, Akil. Until next yeah, time, guys. Bet. Peace out. Peace.